the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 4 He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. Poverty or riches, the choice is yours. You will make the choice today, you'll make it tomorrow, and you'll make it the next day. The man who applies himself diligently to his profession and other duties will be rich, but the man who is a slacker or a sluggard will be poor. The choice is yours. A great temptation for men, especially young men, is laziness about work. Solomon often warned against this error in the book of Proverbs, and here he used synecdoche to represent a man by his hand. He used arm in Proverbs 31, soul in chapter 13, or the whole man in chapter 22, at other times for the same lesson. Success requires energized focus and persistent effort. Get to work now. Since the hand is a figure of speech for the whole man, do not be distracted by it, as some do with metaphorical language. However, sluggards do like to keep their hands in their pockets or folded against their chests. Solomon mocked this in Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 24, and it surely brings their lives to ruin. It is a fact that wise employers will note the handshake of an applicant, for they are fearful of the limp, effeminate, weak handshake of a slothful or timid loser. Working for pay or profit is a privilege and a blessing. The godly man attacks daily tasks with zeal and force. If he is consistently diligent, all other things being equal, he will quickly and greatly surpass the man who is lazy, slow, and avoids hard work. This is the law of God and nature, and it is a simple lesson to teach children. Diligent work brings financial reward, and it can bring its own emotional reward in a job well done. A slack hand in this proverb represents the man who lacks energy or diligence. He is inclined to be lazy or idle, remiss, careless, or negligent or lax in regard to his duties. A slacker is a slack person who shirks work or avoids exertion. This kind of person puts off work as long as he can. He loves to procrastinate. He resents real labor. He hates tasks requiring focus and effort. He is a lazy loser. The slacker always has conceited excuses for his laziness. He'll reject sound reasons even from seven men who warn him. Chapter 26 and verse 16. He has an evil disease, laziness, and he will not listen to wisdom about it or his future. Dear listener, crush your thoughts and believe the proverb. Solomon learned more in a day than you will learn in a lifetime, and he wrote by the inspiration of the omniscient God who knows all things. Hard work wins. Get to work. What are the slacker's excuses? First, he loves sleep, which ruins men and women and brings poverty. He loves folding lazy hands and huddling under covers in the morning. 
He loves the snooze button on the alarm. He loves turning back and forth in bed like a door on hinges. He hates mornings. He is too foolish and addicted to sleep to realize that extra sleep can make him sleepier. Second, he fears and resents adversity or difficulty. He will not plow by reason of the cold, as Solomon taught in another proverb. He is always looking for a snow day to take the day off. Instead of putting on a coat and working anyway, he loves any excuse to stay home or avoid a difficult task. The blessed God will put extra thorns in his way to teach him or tear him. Third, the slacker is intimidated by challenges. He imagines a lion is in his way. His favorite words are, I can't do it, and it just won't work. Long-term business or career plans are overwhelming to him. He wants something easier. He wants success that will fall in his lap. So instead of tackling the challenge, he does nothing. But ever since Adam chose hard labor instead of dressing the garden, there is no easy alternative to success. Fourth, the slacker resents authority and being told what to do by another. This socialist thinks a tribe of all chiefs, or all Indians, would work well. He does not want to be an Indian under a chief. He likes to work for himself. His rebellion keeps him from seeing that all chiefs were once hard-working Indians. And fifth, the slacker is seduced by vain ideas of easier and more exciting ways to make money. He associates with the discontented and listens to business schemes on how they will beat the system. He is always busy planning his future success rather than getting to work. He believes he has figured out life better than Solomon and seven successful men. The diligent man laughs at slackers and mocks their five excuses, goes to work early every single day, and attacks his job with energy and persistence. He knows that life is short. He knows that God made him to work. He looks forward to getting his diligent hands on a project, and he will do that project with his might. He will soon rule over the slacker in riches and honor. Guaranteed. Nothing has changed in 3,000 years since Solomon penned these words. And nothing has changed in 2,000 years since the Apostle Paul wrote his own warnings against slackers in the New Testament. Diligent labor is the law of God and the law of success. It must be taught faithfully and strongly, for the excuses of slackers have not diminished. Parents must train children to work hard and to hate and repudiate the slacker's excuses. There are many other excuses that lazy souls use, such as discrimination for age, creed, race, or sex, such as their lack of education, lack of intelligence, lack of friends higher in the organization, and so forth. But the wisest man that ever lived taught here, in this proverb, and in other places in the book of Proverbs, that hard work will make up for any of these perceived disadvantages. If you put the fear and love of God first in your life, and then work diligently on the job as you should, you will be honored and compensated. Guaranteed. Joseph prospered in Egypt, though having the wrong nationality, a despised business background, 
and starting out as a chained slave. Daniel prospered for 70 years near the top of the Babylonian Empire, though of a despised race, of an enemy nation, of a hated religion, and starting out as a eunuch. Christians should be the most diligent workers in any company or on any job. The world should see a living example of focused energy, intense persistence, and cheerful zeal to do anything necessary to finish even unpleasant tasks. Christians should never consider the excuses of the slacker as they are contrary to sound doctrine. The blessed Lord Jesus Christ was exceptionally diligent, and the apostles followed his great example. In fact, beloved brother Paul boasted in the grace of God that he labored more abundantly than all the other apostles. Can you, listener, boast of diligent use of God's grace? Amen.